0: Welcome to the Emotionally Healthy Leader podcast. My name is Rich Valores. I'm the lead pastor of New Life Fellowship Church here in Queens, New York City. And I'm here as always with Pete Scazzaro. Pete is the founder uh, of New Life as well as the founder of Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Now it feels good to have this uh, book in my hand here. This is the fruit of many years, hours, months of writing. And it's just great to have the Emotionally Healthy Leader in my hand here, Pete. So uh, congratulations on that. Massive, massive accomplishment. Mm. How do you feel about it?
1: Bittersweet, Rich. (laughs) Uh, You know, I feel great. It's done. And uh, uh, it's funny, I I was elated and I was depressed when I saw it, (laughs) because I realized how much blood, sweat and tears went into it. So it's bittersweet.
0: Yeah, we're in a series of podcasts focusing on themes from the emotionally healthy leader. And today we're going to talk about slowing down for loving union. So let's just start with defining of terms of phrases, what do you mean by loving you, slowing down for loving union?
1: Actually, I I chose the phrase loving union because it kind of gave a fresh perspective on abiding of John 15. Abide in me, remain in me, and I will remain in you. Apart from me, you can bear no fruit. And it's more of a term out of church history that uh, refers to I don't just read the Bible and do spiritual practices. Uh, which are all fine and good. But the goal of the spiritual practices is loving union. By loving union, I mean this, that you are opening your heart, you're opening your life, you're, in the words of Revelation 3.22, you're opening the door of your life to the will and the presence of Jesus. So he has access to all of your life, it's easy to read the Bible. The Pharisees did this well. I read the Bible, but I'm not really opening my heart and life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I can be preaching sermons about Jesus. Um, I can be praying. The Pharisees prayed, read the Bible, did good works for the yeah. poor, but they were not in loving union with Jesus or the Father, because their hearts were closed. And so it brings out the phrase "slow down for loving union," the absolute critical importance for making sure that in all of my activities for God, I'm hitting the whole purpose of it, which is remaining in Him and allowing Him, His will and His presence to have full access in my life.
0: And the reason for loving union, the reason it's so important, you mentioned this phrase, a danger that leaders have, not just any leader, Christian leaders have. And you say there's a danger of leading without Jesus. Yes. Now, on the surface, that might sound crazy, but... Um, what do you mean that there, what is this danger? Talk about this danger. How is it possible that you can lead without Jesus?
1: Why don't we talk about it in your life? (laughs) Um, But I'll start with mine first. (laughs) Uh, I know it because I've done it, and it's clearly in scripture. I mean, I know what it's like to preach sermons and prepare sermons without remaining in loving union with Jesus Mm. uh, because I was too busy i know what it's like to go into planning and strategic meetings for the future and because i've got a goal of where i'm going i'm just like we're, we're, we're pummeling through here uh but i'm not necessarily i may pray to begin the meeting but once that meeting goes I'm, I'm 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 racing i'm on the horse race here getting it done so to me it's what jesus says in matthew 7 21 to 23 that you know many would come to me in that day and said lord do we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do miracles in your name and jesus says i I never knew you and what i love about that phrase he says i never knew you he doesn't say you never knew me Mm. Uh, he says i never knew you because jesus knows everything he knows the hairs on our head he knows us from in our mother's womb how can he say i never knew you and what he's referring to is intimacy Mm. loving union access you never let me in Mm. and so it's interesting i can be a pastor and a leader and i'm helping people In Christ, I'm doing miracles, they're getting free, I'm casting demons out, their lives are better, but yet I'm not in loving union relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's such a powerful passage, I think for every one of us who are pastor's leaders because it's so easy to do, especially if you're gifted and if you have experience. Because in a sense, nobody knows, right? They just figure, hey, there's fruit here, it looks good. Uh, What's the problem? So I think, you know, and Richard and I've talked about this, Moses. Yeah. and uh, sons of Sceva. You, yep. We both preach sermons on the sons of yeah. Sceva. Uh, you know, Moses, at the end of his uh, you know, journey of 40 years with the Israelites, uh, he strikes the rock twice. And he's so angry because people are mumbling again to him for more water. And he's, and, and Jesus' Lord says them, speak to the rock. Mm-hmm. And Corinthians says the rock was Christ, which is very interesting. And instead of speaking to the rock, in anger, he, he says, oh, you rebellious people, he strikes it twice. And it's called unbelief. Mm-hmm. But as a result, what's interesting, the people get their needs met. Mm-hmm. They're blessed. But the Lord judges Moses for that and says, you will not enter the promised land. So he was in loving union, obviously, but, but there came a time here, he just lost it. Um, and there was a consequence for him yeah. in terms of receiving a blessing. And I feel like I forfeited many of blessings, of joy, of quote, the promised land of leadership, because I think leadership can be such a joy, because I struck the rock, mm. you know, and just got out of loving union and got frustrated, angry. It's like I can feel it in my body. The signs come when I'm out of whack with Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, as you know, you could talk about it right here. It'd be very interesting. You had two days yeah, your retreat last week, and how that impacted you at our staff meeting today, I thought was really fascinating, because... You were, you know, you gave leadership to our staff meeting that was, I think, came out of your yeah. time, week. You want to talk about that for a couple minutes?
0: Yeah, briefly, I'd say I spent um, last week, I was supposed to go on a trip with Pete and Jerry uh, to Brazil, and we had some um, issues with passport and what have you, and so as a result, I said, I wasn't even going to think about getting time alone with God, and Pete recommended, hey, why don't you Uh, get some time alone. And so I went to a retreat center for a couple of days and to just slow down for loving union. And today, you know, I got, there was a clarity that came, a centeredness that came so that when I was offering vision, we have our vision meeting coming up this Sunday, um, I just, there was such a clarity. And I was was speaking now from a different place. I was thinking from a place of centeredness, a place of, I felt like there's an authority to it now Mm -hmm. because it came from, Silent stillness, slowing down my life. Now, you mentioned there loving union, but there's a precursor to that of slowing down. Yes. And I love one of the quotes you said, you you write, you can't live at warp speed without warping your soul. You can't live at warp speed without warping your soul. And so slowing down is critical. Uh, How do we begin to slow down for loving union, what, what's what's a what's one of the practices yep. that you've discovered um, to achieve this end of that kind of you know, I'm, yeah? I'm giving Jesus access to me.
1: Again, this book is about emotionally healthy leader, and one of our I think great discoveries here at New Life over the last you know number of years has been the power of utilizing a tool called the Rule of Life that comes out of monasticism, and. By rule of life, what we do, and actually Rich now teaches it. Every membership class, every member of our church is expected to build a rule of life. In fact, we have a small group that Jerry and I are going to begin leading in September. And be, within the first month, we're going to meet with every person individually and review their rule of life that they did at membership. You know, to make sure that they're going to be you know walking with God. That's part of their commitment to be part of our group. Um, but a rule of life comes out of uh, uh, second, third, fourth century. Uh, Desert Fathers, and they began to form communities on how they would set up a rhythm in their life so that the love of God would be in the center. And so what we've done is we've adapted over the years, and many good books have been written about rule of life, um, I, 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 we think it's the best way to communicate all of my life is about God, and how do I structure prayer, rest, relationships, and work in such a way that the love of God is in the middle, and I'm receiving the love of God, and I'm giving it out. And so uh, what I recommend, and I think we would recommend and we do whatever all of our conferences, is that you develop a, a rule of life. A rule refers to like a trellis, that uh, a structure to help hang fruit so it can grow up wide and, and large. And to do the exercise of a rule of life, so you can say, well, what am I doing silence and solitude, etc.? What am I doing relationships? What does my work fit into all this? How am I doing prayer? but it's something you review. We probably do it, each of us, probably a couple times a year. But we're always aware and thinking about how is my pace? Because if I add, for example, writing this book for 18 months filled up a lot of space in my work box. And the great challenge was holding the rest of my life, my walk with Jesus, my own loving union with Jesus, um, my relationships with my children, my wife, friends. So that's, that's our, um, that's always our first recommendation.
0: And what difference do you think for leaders that are watching this? Um, if a leader hears this and they say, you know what, I'm going to start a rule of life. What difference, um, will it make in their lives? Um, by just, adopting this ancient tool yeah. in their formation. I mean,
1: I think, we think about slowing down for loving union, which is one of the, one of the foundational pillars of an emotionally healthy leader, because I cannot give what I don't possess. Mm-hmm. Who we are is more important than what we do. I see slowing down for loving union with Jesus is the most loving thing I can do for the people I'm serving. So your two days alone with God last week at that retreat center, you were working for us as a church you were you were doing such a wonderful work now maybe you weren't meeting with somebody one-on-one you weren't teaching a class but i think we've got this dichotomy of what it means that we're working for god uh so i think I want, what i want to say to every pastor every leader listening is that you slowing down is a matter of life and death and again i love that story of the sons of Skeva in acts 19 when they're trying to do the works of jesus they're casting out demons And the demons jump on them and say jesus i know and paul i know but who are you they don't have the relationship of depth to sustain what they're doing for god yeah and they get beat up Mm -hmm. and i think for many of us and i include myself for many years i I, since I, i was i was too busy doing for jesus and i didn't have the loving union depth to sustain it and so i think i want to say to every pastor and leader listening to me is is figuring out how to slow down is life and death because everything flows out of that. Every, who you are, as you bring that to every meeting, a board meeting, a small group meeting, a team meeting, so impacts that and that if you love your people and love Jesus, the greatest gift you can be with them, give them is to walk with God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For more information on the rule of life, um, you can go to our website, Uh, emotionallyhealthy.org. You can also go to newlifefellowship.org where we outline our pastoral rule of life uh, as well as our community rule of life as well to get you started on possible ideas for what would it look like in your context as well. And of course, we cover it in the Emotionally Healthy Leader book, so you can check that out online as well. Thanks. See you next time.
1: Thank you.